We are so busy. There is always something to do, what feels like endless to-do lists. We are often giving so much of ourselves to other people and to our chores and our job. But if you don't get in those things that make you happy, what you're left with is not great. It's called resentment. Resentment towards your kids, your boss, your spouse or significant other, your family, because you feel like you're constantly giving, giving, giving to one or more of these without giving yourself what you need. Plus, we have very little downtime these days. Social media is a 24-7 thing and we're getting pinged with texts and emails nonstop. In this episode, we're talking about making it a priority and a non-negotiable one to be by yourself and get in those things that make you oh so happy. So your cup is nice and full and you can give your full energy to your work and those you love and feel great about it. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, we are hitting pause on life for a few minutes to think about how much time we are setting aside for ourselves to be by ourselves, to sort of have some downtime. And also how much resentment we have in our lives right now, kind of on the daily, and how these two things are super correlated with each other. Now, I do lots of podcasts and talking about positivity and getting in your tens and making sure that you get in those little wins, even if you're in a phase of life where you might not love your job or maybe you're having a phase of life where you're having to deal with something challenging every day and that's exhausting. But you, if you focus on your tens, those little things that make you happy, it makes it so much easier to get through and to get on the other side of it and have really good days, even if a lot of what you're doing during the day feels like a struggle. So taking that sort of in a different direction or just a little bit deeper in this way, thinking about how much time you actually spend alone by yourself with your own thoughts and doing things that make you happy in the process. And we're going to get into all the benefits and ways you can be alone. It's not just sitting alone in a dark room or it doesn't have to be meditating, although it could be, but I've really realized lately in my own life how important it is to prioritize that and it can seem impossible to make that a priority and schedule it like you would anything else because there's endless to-do lists and so many things that we all have to get done in a day. But realizing if this balance is off, a lot of things are going to be off in your life. So even if you don't feel like you have time for it, it could save you a lot of time and a lot of heartache in the future. So first, let's define resentment. Resentment is a feeling of anger or displeasure about someone or something unfair. In this case, it's like bitterness because things are out of balance. So say you are 
trying to pour from an empty cup. Like you just don't have any more to give. You're not going to have nearly as much patience when something at work is irritating or if your kids are irritating or they spill something or they're moving too slowly or whatever it is. So I think that the benefit of working through this and working through not having resentment is also you have so much more patience. You have so much more patience for life. Like your irritation, like your tolerance, you just have so much more tolerance for irritation or stresses or when things go sideways. Okay, so let's talk about resentfulness. And you might not even realize you're being resentful. Couple examples. Maybe your baby was up all night, so you had to skip your morning workout. Something that your baby didn't do intentionally, but as a result, it's kind of like you feel like you're pouring from an empty cup. So you planned on doing this great workout in the morning. Your baby was up all night. You were too tired. So then you get up and then you start, you know, kind of going through the routine again without having that something that was important to you. Then you keep giving, giving, giving. It just feels like all you're doing is giving from yourself and you're not re refueling yourself and giving, giving yourself what you need. Or maybe you're saying yes to too many things at work. So you get home late and you eat, you go to sleep, you feel like you have no life of your own because you wake up and you do it all over again. So then you, sometimes over time or sometimes right away, you feel resentful to your work or to your boss or to both. The interesting thing I've learned in doing this the wrong way is maybe you aren't asking for what you need, like what you actually need. So maybe it's with your spouse or your partner. So maybe you're not asking them for what you need. So naturally they aren't doing it because you're not asking. And then you feel resentful. So maybe your spouse calls and is like, or shoots a text and says, Hey, I'm going to be home late. I'm having a beer with the guys from work. And you can have instant resentment. Like, what? Are you kidding me? I've been with these kids all day. Now he's just going to have a drink. Oh, it would be nice if I got to go out with with my friends, like this is so ridiculous. When really, if you take it down, it's a beer or two. It's fulfilling him, filling his soul. But it, rather than put that energy towards the resentment in this fiery moment, you know, as long as it feels respectful and it, you know, and and all that, it was done in the right method. I think what I've learned is change that energy rather towards feeling like what a joke because you have resentment, change that energy to realize, okay, something is off balance. He's going out for an hour or two with the guys. That makes him happy. That should make me happy that he's doing something to make himself happy. He comes home happier. Everything is good because I care about his happiness independent of myself and independent of our happiness together. But I realized, okay, if that simple thing was enough to send me in a tailspin, something is off balance. So I need to readjust my schedule and my priorities so whatever that is, you make time for your friends or you make time for alone time or whatever it is, going for a walk or going for um, a sauna maybe somewhere or just being alone. So this is your chance your sign to change things rather than allow yourself to have resentment and start an unnecessary fight that you would likely regret later. And especially if you are under high stress or have young kids, 
you're sleep deprived. It's so easy to get fiery about something and not think it through clearly. And then later be like, oh man, we just fought the whole night. And that was pretty much unnecessary. Like, why not backtrack and think about, okay, why am I feeling this way? And how can I reprioritize and change what I'm doing so I don't feel this sort of resentment? And vocalize it. They can't, everybody, even this is one example, but everyone we're talking about in this in this whole scenario can't know what you need unless you tell them, whether it's your boss or your significant other or a family member or a friend, whoever you feel resentment towards, they can't know unless you tell them. In fact, I told my kids the other day, they were all taking so long to go to bed and I had done all the things. I read the stories, I did the last snack, I did the tuck-ins, and they were all just being difficult. And I said to them very honestly, hey guys, mom is a human too. I love you guys. You guys are my highest priority. I will do whatever you need. But at this point, bedtime is like now a full over an hour into it. And like, I'm a human too. I want to shower. I want to stretch out. I want to read a little something before bed. And by you guys, you know, like being so difficult and not listening, I can't even be my own human. And, you know, maybe to my four-year-old, that was a little bit above his head, but my girls got it. Like they were like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You are actually your own person. You aren't just here to serve us. And then they cooperated better. And I was like, oh, maybe they kind of just needed to see that like, you know, this, this, this affects me and I need to be happy. And I even explain, listen, I need to get enough sleep. I need to be rested so I can fully show up and be happy for you guys tomorrow. And so they got it and then they shaped up. I'm sure that won't always work, but it did this time. So even with kids vocalizing and saying like, hey, you know, I understand, but listen, I'm a human too. And this is what I need. So like, let's all work together so we can all be happier and not have resentment. So vocalize what you need because often people don't know if you don't don't tell them. And if someone tells you that you can't get what you need, like, you know, someone pushes back, tread carefully and realize that you have to figure out a way because then you'll have double resentment. You know, so maybe you tell, maybe you tell your spouse, Hey, I have to get to orange theory in the morning before everyone wakes up. Um, that's, it's just, it will make me so much happier. This is a priority for me. And if they say, no, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't work. You can't, you can't do that. Well, now you have double resentment because you're being told you can't do something that you really want to do and need to do for yourself. But all, and also you have resentment because you're not getting that time that you need. So tread carefully and figure out away. And for family relationships, give them space to get in their tens as well. That's one of the things I've learned. And, and I think just being married longer, my husband and I argue a lot less because we've really figured out a groove. I push even when it's uncomfortable for me. So like my husband, if he'll do like a late night, kind of one of those late, you know, uh, last minute texts where he's going to do this or this and, you know, sorry, I was going to be home at five, but now I'm going to be home at 11. Um, I, even if it's pushing a little much, like, oh man, come on, buddy. I'm sure you planned this a couple hours ago. You couldn't have texted me a couple hours ago. Instead of having that response, my response is awesome. Have so much fun. See you tonight. Because then it's like, he gets that text and he's like, ah, Awesome. Like, thank you. Thank you for realizing this is something I wanted to do. Thank you for being supportive. So even if that moment, even if I genuinely, that wasn't my top response, top of mind to say, 
awesome. I'm happy for you. Go have fun. But you do feel that way overall in life because you want them to be happy too. And then I'm telling you, that's how it comes back to you. That's how, and you don't do it to have, ah, like it's not a point system. Now I have, I have a coupon, I have a pass, but like, you know, it's that overall feeling like when I need a pass, my significant other is, is, is giving me one and vice versa. It just feels like everyone is giving. Everyone is giving when the other person needs it. And it just becomes a much, a much better give and take. Again, it can't be like tally, like, okay, you owe me one. It's just, everyone is just more tolerant. And I found that it makes my husband even do things that he might not not necessarily want to do. Like I love taking the kids to hockey games and they're usually on Friday night. So he's worked all day on a Friday, you know, it's three kids, it's loading up. Um, it's, you know, all the things. And a lot of times he's just like, it's just, that's not what I feel like doing on a Friday night. And a lot of times if he doesn't want to, I'm like, you know, I'll take them on my own. No, no worries. You stay home. But other times I haven't seen him very much through the week. And I'm like, come on, come with us. It'll be fun. He's much more likely to on those times when I, when I ask him to, because he's like, all right, you know, listen, first of all, she's not asking me to do everything. And when I ask her if I can do something alone, she usually has no problem with it. So, you know, it's like that natural kind of give and take that song and dance. It's taken us a lot longer than I had hoped to get to, but I'm just so grateful that we've kind of gotten to that point. And it's just, it's just a lot, so much less conflict that way. Another thing, don't let people take too much of you or your time. It does not benefit anybody in the long run. And I think for a lot of people, this happens in the form of work or their job. It's hard to say no, especially if you have a corporate job and you would like to grow and you have your eye on different different promotions or different positions. It's hard to not say yes to everything and and give everything you physically have but you have to realize that 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 always comes at a cost maybe now maybe in the future but you just can't give more than what's comfortable when you are resentful that I'm telling you the key is put your energy towards getting a new plan going so rather than losing it on your manager at work or your boss or whatever it is, or losing it on if maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you're just like at your end and you just lose it on your kids, you realize your patience is just shot. Think, okay, rather than putting my energy towards that, I'm going to put my energy towards getting a new plan going. This is not working. Something is out of balance. So I'm going to have patience and I'm just going to regroup and figure it out. I think one hard thing about doing this finding time for things you love, but also finding time specifically to kind of like be alone. It doesn't have to be doing nothing, but what for me, it's always a workout. I love working out alone. It's quiet in the morning. Sometimes I'll listen to music or a podcast or listen, you know, like the audio of an audio of an Obey fitness video, my favorite. But a lot of times I'll just like do my thing, run in silence or lift weights in silence just to like be alone. And it's a, it's a time for your brain to have a break. Like any other muscle, your brain needs a break. You can concentrate better. And for me, I've really found it can help you stay focused on your priorities. Because it's not just like, oh, wake up, you're late, go, 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 and do everything and all the things, and then you slam to sleep, and then you wake up, and then you go, go, go again. It's like, it's like that mental break of like, okay, whew, 
what are my priorities? What's off? How am I spending my time? What am I going to do today? What should I eliminate? It's like that time away from your phone, away from all the pinging, away from everyone who needs you. It's amazing also how clear solutions to your problems come when you can focus on them without distractions, without multitasking, without a million decisions at a time, you're at decision fatigue, you make the wrong decision, and that has has consequences or downfalls. It's like that that downtime, that clarity to focus on being alone, what's important to you, what problems you need to solve. Also, it's easier to have a clear focus on who you are and what's important to you, not just keeping your mind constantly entertained. You know, when we all get in those bad cycles sometimes of like, we're just constantly entertained. We're at a stoplight. We're scrolling social media. We're going to bed. We're checking, doing one last check of our email. It's just like that constant feel, filling every free moment with scrolling your text and your email and you're talking. It's like that mind reset that you need sometimes. And that time to think, what makes you happy? What gives you joy? What are you good at? Like I've said on many podcasts, how you spend your time and your money says what's important to you. Like that's it, how you spend your money, but also your energy, your time, your money, and your energy effort. That's what says what's important to you. And I found the times that that's been off is when I'm not getting that like reset time, that like sit back and let's think, okay, what's off? Where am I wasting time? Where do I need to put more energy? And being busy. So like we're all busy doing all the things. But one thing I've really realized in the past two or three years is just because you're busy, does that mean that you're being effective or efficient with your time? A lot of us want to feel productive. So we get up and we're just like busy, busy, busy. But sometimes we need to take that step back and think like, I'm so busy, but am I really being effective or efficient in the way that I want to be? Remember, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So if you are not giving to yourself What you need, that self-time, you just can't give to others. You can't give what you don't have. If you you have not yet listened to my podcast about you cannot pour from an empty cup, you must listen to that because it goes more in-depth about all of this. And the bottom line is nobody is too busy. It's just a matter of priorities and how you prioritize. So for me, this is a priority. No matter in some way, I get some alone time every day. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's a beautiful full hour and 15 minute time in the gym in the morning before anyone's awake, which is ideal. But if I miss that, I still get it in another way just because I know how important it is. Other examples of how you can do this. Maybe you cook a meal for yourself, not the meal that someone else wants or your kids, you know, you're not just eating the leftovers after you make your kids a meal, but how about you make yourself a meal, something that you've always wanted to try to do. Or maybe you carve out time, even if it's five minutes a day to read a book. So maybe something that you've been interested in or you've seen that you want to get into, but you just feel like, I don't have any time. Listen, everybody has five minutes. We just have to shift our priorities. Maybe it's planning for future travel. So maybe you're not doing last minute trips. Even if you need to plan it a year out or you need to save or it's something, it's fun. Like it's fun to plan travel and do it really thoroughly and research restaurants and activities and adventures. So maybe you plan travel. Maybe you just get outside and walk, fresh air, sunlight, vitamin D, or take a hike. Maybe you just listen to your favorite music. If 
Worst case, maybe you're driving, but instead of driving and calling someone or listening to music or a podcast, maybe you're just like silent in the car. And like, that's enough of a downtime to just like, okay, let's think about where we're at. Let's think about, I mean, that's more of like planning versus, but that time is good too. My whole point is not to always fill every moment with distractions or engaging with something because maybe that time is like, okay, I do not have very many minutes. I'm racing here and here and here, but maybe before bed, I'm going to take 10 minutes just to stretch in silence. And that's going to be my me time and my downtime and my moments for my body to feel good and do what I need. Maybe like one of my favorite ways to do this is make a list, like make, but it's not like my to-do list, like call the dentist. It's like make a list of my goals or priorities or things I want to accomplish this week. Like it makes me feel full because again, it's something that I'm doing that makes me feel good, that helps bring me towards my goals. That's not just for everybody else. It's not that give, 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 race around, race around. It's like, let's take a breath. Let me refocus and reprioritize, make a list of my goals, or sometimes I'll just chill out and listen to my favorite music super loud. And like I said, I love, I really think that physical activity, because I genuinely believe a change in your physical state results in a change in your mental state. So for me, that's like the go-to because I just feel the best, but there's so many different ways that you can do it and get in that time for you. And I'm telling you, the really important part about this specifically, I think as it relates to resentment, is having that like alone time. So you have that relationship with you you know? So you still feel, even if you have all these demands, you still feel like yourself and you know yourself and you love yourself and you love how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. That's so important. And I think in the busy lives and the to-do lists and all the different obligations of work or kids or whatever your life is like, I think that a lot of times we kind of lose that, the importance of being by ourselves, being able to be by ourselves, loving ourselves, And loving actually who you are when nothing's on, no one's listening. It's just loving who you are when you're by yourself and making sure you're getting in all those things in the days and in the weeks that make you happy and taking time for things that are not for anybody else, just for you. That way, when your baby keeps you up all night or your boss asks for one more thing like, You're centered and you know how to handle it without resentment. You know not to overcommit to things to where it's going to throw your life off balance or you're able to, you're able to deal with the, you know, your toddler who slung yogurt all over the floor and not lose your whole mind because it's like, it's okay. Like it's okay. It's amazing. When I have done those little things, sometimes for me, it's um, splurging with a facial or a massage. And even though I'm obviously not by myself, it's quiet time for me. And I feel like, oh, it just refills my soul. So then I go back to all my normal life obligations. That yogurt hits the wall and I'm like, that's okay. We got this. You know, hopefully it was an accident, but we'll figure this out. I don't lose my mind because I have more patience. I'm not pouring from an empty cup. So I don't have resentment towards the yogurt on the wall. I hope this podcast gave you energy and insights into all of this. And I hope that it makes you think about ways that you can take time for yourself so you never have resentment. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.